Hi there, this is Curtis Dieter. Like all of you, I am many things. A husband, a father, and a son. I'm a hard worker and a dreamer, a writer and a publisher, but underneath everything, I am made of rust and glass. You are listening to Proud to Be of Rust and Glass, a podcast series of conversations surrounding the creative journey and all the good and ill associated with making great art in the Midwest. It is the human side of colors brushed onto canvas, of words scribbled between covers, of sweat and grit bled into telling our stories. Real stories about real people doing what we love best, making great art. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode of Proud to Be of Rust and Glass. Today's guest is the founder of Manifest and recording slash performing artist Jelani Malik. Jelani Malik, a.k.a. Nightheart, is a recording artist, performer, and empath, born in the Motor City, made in the Glass City. His affinity for making music and art comes from the human need for self-exploration, expression, and healing. Jelani, great to see you today, man. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Well, thank you for sliding, letting me slide through, man, and hang out with you, man. It's dope. I'm looking forward to it. So not only are you busy putting out good vibes into the universe and kind of creating your own musical sphere, but you also put a lot of time and energy into putting other people on too, don't you? Mm -hmm. Whether through, you know, promoting their music, organizing shows around the area, even blending poetry and hip hop in different sessions out in the world. There's a lot of stuff to unpack in your creative world, but let's start with you. How did you first find your passion for music? I didn't really find music. I think I feel like music found me. Like it's been all around me since an early age. So to start my mom was a musician. I was actually in her stomach when she was recording her second studio album. Oh, so I feel like subconsciously somewhere the music was always kind of implanted. You were soaking it in the whole time. For sure. But honestly, growing up, I didn't demonstrate any signs like of outward musical talent. Mm-hmm. I was definitely an academic, very excelling in my career in school and so I didn't really have anything to express for real. I was a uh, pretty young and even though I did have an inclination towards music I had nothing to say until my life kind of took like a spiral at uh and it kind of shifted things and okay. it shifted my perspective. So. Okay so you sort of started in the music world, soaking it in, listening yeah. to it. What kind of what kind of tunes were you listening to back then? So early on, I got hip to a lot of hip hop. Like I, I grew up listening to my mom's album, you know, early Eminem, a lot of alternative stuff too, like Florence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. My sister got me hip to like Nirvana, super young, and like a bunch of different musical influences. I feel like I didn't really have like an identity myself, but I was just taking all these things, um, bright eye, and just looking at it mm-hmm. like things to be inspired by. So I was definitely inspired by a lot of hip-hop growing up a lot of hip-hop um that was i I definitely feel like i'm a child of hip-hop but a lot of other influences were sprinkled along the way as well that's awesome a lot of younger people i you know from my experience growing up to a lot of young folks pick one specific kind of music and i like this music this is what i listen to but it sounds like you were you know able to find a way to branch out early on and most definitely i feel like art and music in general is so vast and there's so many perspectives and so many ways to articulate and express yourself and I never wanted to be closed off to Mm -hmm. one form of expression Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's also helped me develop different ways to express myself and also an ability to blend like you were saying earlier different genres and different cultures in in a really cool authentic way. I love that I love that that's one of the things I one of my sort of weird fears is that there's so much good music out there 
there's so much good art to consume. I'm never going to be able to consume it all and find it all. And I think, you you know, as soon as you start opening those doors, you find more and more great stuff and more stuff to not only be inspired by, but to sort of take pieces of to create yourself into, into a better artist. Absolutely. And even along my artist journey, like I've traveled, I've done hundreds of shows across the region. I've opened up for national artists. I've done local shows. I've done kind of like a mix in between. And I picked up a lot of inspiration from just other musicians I played with and and other artists I've met along the journey who have been direct inspirations to me. So not even just growing up and seeing some of these musicians from a a far viewpoint, but actually coming up in the music, growing up in the music Mm -hmm. and being exposed to musicians and the culture and the different environments, it taught me and it kind of, it created a large imprint who I am today for sure. I love it. I love it. So you said you weren't really involved in the creation side of things until, you know, life sort of took a change, took a spiral. Where do you see yourself today if you hadn't, you know, found music as a creative outlet? A big part of my journey was I I was homeless for a large part of my youth. So I love my mom. She's an incredible person who's done a lot to support me in, in the journey. When I was younger, there were some situations that created a very large poverty gap for us. And so for a long time, we were struggling, trying to get stability, trying to get footing. And within those years, I was exposed to a lot of situations that grew me up and changed my perspective and gave me something to talk about. Art definitely saved my life, and it gave me a means to feel as though I had an expression someone listening, anything along those lines, honestly. I was in a space where being 12, 13 in the homeless shelter, being completely isolated and feeling different than all of my peers and Mm -hmm. going through situations that I didn't feel like the average kid understood or would be able to resonate with. The only medium I had was my art. And so at that time I was on the streets being exposed to all sorts of things, you know. In reality, if art didn't save me, I very well would have fell victim to tons of different things. Um, I don't want to go down the list quite, but the life and the things I've seen and been exposed to, like I said, it's given me things to talk about. And so the art and the music and finding the stage was my way out of the chaos, for sure. It sounds like it was it was a way for you to connect to, to, to being a human being in a time where you were very much in a place where, where no 12 or 13 year old should be in. For sure. Um, and that's, that's something I think we, we hear a lot about art is, is, you know, this time in my life without X, Y, Z, I don't know how I would navigate that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's been an interesting journey. It's been an interesting journey. And as your as your music has evolved, how, how would you say you've evolved as a person? I feel like the journey has, well, like I said earlier, I grew up in the music. Like I will say from the time I was 13, 14, I started going to the studio, going to shows, performing at shows. Um, I started traveling and doing shows pretty young as well. So growing up in the music, I feel like I matured as a man through the music. A lot of the people who I've grown to become friends with and support systems to me, I found through the music. And so I've tried my best to use my platform and my voice that I've acquired along this way for positive change. Mm-hmm. And and that focus has allowed me, because I can't, I can't 
preach what I don't practice, right? right and so in that aspect, I have a platform, I have people following me, and if I'm going to preach positivity and manifesting your dreams and self-development, at some point I have to practice it myself. And so along these years of preaching to the people, express yourself, love yourself, manifest your dreams, it's kind of, it's been sitting with myself and I've been able to stand in that and I feel like the music and the art has turned me into a better man, a more sensitive man, mm -hmm. a more compassionate man, and a man willing to hunt and share what I hunt as mm -hmm. well. Because mm -hmm. I feel like in my journey and the things that I've gathered and the things I've acquired, it's nothing if I don't share it, right? It's right. nothing if it doesn't create value if it just, if I hoard it, right? right? And so at some point I have to take these experiences and this unique perspective I've gained and offer it up to someone else so that they can use it for their betterment. Right. So um, it's kind of like a side-by-side -side thing, honestly. I love it. Yeah, and I know, I know you're really big on, on enabling people to better themselves and, and to be the best versions of themselves. And it's it's a conversation that as long as, you know, I interviewed you early on, it was maybe 2020 mm -hmm. um, for, for, for a mag that we released. And it was there then too. Mm -hmm. Do you think some part of that is always still going to be not only a conversation with them, but an ongoing conversation, a reminder with yourself? Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a philosophy mm -hmm. um, for me. It's something that I've had to hold on to myself to survive, right? This idea of manifesting your dreams, the, this idea that you can be better and, and grow and evolve out of whatever situation that you may not want to be in. You can elevate your frequency or mm -hmm. your vibe or whatever you say it is. You can grow. And I think that that's uh, something that I've had to tell myself in situations that in reality... I looked around and said, how am I going to get out of this situation? Yeah. You know, like how, how could I, po what power do I have? And I had to look within myself and find that power. And I've developed something that I'm proud of. And I just, and, it's, and honestly, it's not about me. I want other people mm -hmm. to have that and be able to say that in their darkness or their, their tough situation, they can still develop mm -hmm. something they're proud of too. Like, okay, you come to my show yes you're supporting me but if you don't leave my show feeling like you you're powerful like you're great like you're amazing then i didn't do my job i don't think you coming to my show should be me feeling amazing it should be you feeling amazing right. you knowing you're great right. and so it's kind of a i like to mirror it and i like to show people that yes you're honoring my art you're honoring me but i'm honoring you because you help create my platform you create this so right. it's i feel like it's almost my responsibility to keep pushing people to be their best version because if it wasn't for the people who came to my shows supported me bought my merch did all those things early on when i was 14 15 felt hopeless then i wouldn't have had the gasoline to make it this far and so if i can fill up somebody else's tank then it's just reciprocation you know oh yeah I love it. I, I, a lot of the people that I've met that have gone through some of the darkest times shine some of the brightest lights on, on others. Mm. And it does. It, it, it comes back, doesn't it? Yeah. I love it. I love it. So you have mentioned a couple times about this sort of community that you are a part of, these people that have been your followers, your supporters. What have you sort of built with others in the past few years? 
I started off with this idea called Manifest, and really it was a, just a, a baseline idea that anyone has the ability to manifest in life. You know, good, bad, you know, it is what it is, but our thoughts set intentions. And so uh, Manifest was the brand that created this larger network of artists and creatives that I've been able to collaborate with, work with. Everything I do is under manifest, and everywhere I go, it's in support of manifest. That's why I tell people to manifest their dreams and always try to instill that. So through the platform, I try to give people opportunities to perform, get connected with different creative maybe mm -hmm. they have never been exposed to, you know, and try to bridge the gaps that are necessary because being an independent artist and creative is an incredibly difficult journey, and it's one that often is unrewarding and so you have to be able to give people chances to feel like you know their work is worth something and sometimes all that is is saying yo want to come out and perform or hey here's someone who i think could be an asset to you it's little things that you can do to make a big impact and that's what manifest has been built upon so Little by little, it's been poets, bands, graphic designers, musicians of all forms, singers, songwriters, engineers, as many creatives as I can reach and get connected who have a similar vision. I've been trying to get them connected. And it's all through Manifest because at the end of the day, we're all just trying to manifest our dreams and do what we love and right. continue to grow. And so Absolutely. with this shared philosophy and us all being creatives, what can stop us? You know? Right. I love it. I love it. And it's amazing to look back when you started that and to look back, what you know, where you're at now yeah. compared to where it was when you first started. And, yeah. you know, you take you take small steps along the way and then sort of realize later on, like, man, I've really built something here. Right. Sure. Um, who is there any of the folks that work with you through Manifest that you, you want to give a shout out to at all? Or Man, I've worked with so many artists in the city <laughs> this year, man. This year we threw a show for Press Play and Sand at the Ottawa Tavern. We threw a show called Drip and Trip, a, a fashion event for Surreal Ramen. We threw a art and music event at the Ottawa Tavern. We blended a live visual arts and a bunch of different bands and music for Cloris DeFerry and Bailey. Um, it's been a really cool year. And we just dropped Manifestival, and that was really fun with aliens. And we had a whole great time. It was, it was amazing. And so this year, honestly, we collaborated with over 30 musicians from the area, put them Beautiful. on platforms, and of all kinds, not just hip-hop. And it's been really cool. It's just been really cool being able to help artists and give people the spotlight that they work for and they deserve. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds amazing. And from what I've seen, it, it has been an absolutely incredible year for you. Uh, how do you manage to, to pull all of this together and keep putting out these vibes to the universe without sort of, you know, burning yourself out? I mean, I, I love what I do. I feel like that's the number one thing. I love what I do. Uh, I think it's a balancing act as well. Of course, you have to work hard, but rest is as symbiotic with working, you know. It's, it's very important. So finding space to recharge, but I'm a very passionate person. So mm -hmm. there's very little time where I'm not figuring out where I can do something else to contribute. And so it's a balancing act. And it's finding ways to recharge within the process, right? Because I work so hard that sometimes I don't have time off. So what envelopes within that can I recharge and find that? And sometimes that's on the road. Sometimes that's in environments where I just have to get that energy back. But mm -hmm. 
I've done this a long time, man. Awesome. So it's kind of helped. It's really important to find, even if you love something, it's really important to find those, like you said, those small pockets, yeah. those things that really do help re-energize you. And, Absolutely. Because um, even even with that passion, I mean, the passion burns out. It takes a lot of commitment mm. too, doesn't it? I mean, for sure. Hey, shout out my cat Cheddar. Like Cheddar holds me down. Number my number one fan. <laughs> Cheddar, if you listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, can we hear some original music? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So, what? Uh, uh, what's this song called? This song's called But Still I Bleed. It's off of my album Catch 22. You can go listen to it. It's super cool. Beautiful. If you love it. Beautiful. Well, let's let's uh, let's take a listen. All blood for things I never came to me. Still I bleed for nothing. Things that never matter Still I bleed For nothing For nothing at all Sacrifice all the sacrifice Stigmatize I've been stigmatized Heart of body Heart of mind Afterlife or the afterlife Karma's price so Simplify, I had to multiply and then evolve Cause why I'm at the overdose and all that fit and all Flip the switch, I'm on a level y'all can't get involved All y'all sins are buried deep, I never get absorbed I see the faults in their design, yeah, I see the flaws I'll be swimming with the sharks, things up in my jaws I'll blood for things that never came to me Still I bleed For nothing That was But Still I Bleed. Can you tell us a little bit more about this track? So this record was really inspired by the time and the grind and the hustle and the emotions attached to the years of being in this craft. It's been a it's been a journey and But Still I Bleed is just a testimony. I love it. And as as somebody who 
also loves hip hop and I love my two main genres of music being hip hop and metal. I love the blend of, of, of hip hop and the guitar in this, in this jam. It really, I was on my way to, to drop off uh, my, my four year old the first time I heard this song and he was digging it too. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. What makes you proud to be of rust and glass? Cause I'm made from it. Like I feel like it's in my DNA and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of being built from this city, this journey, this community, it's something that I, I definitely wear on my skin. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a part of me. That's one of the amazing things that I've found with, with Midwest artists specifically mm-hmm. is just the pride of, of where they're from and who they are and how their you know living environment has, has made them them. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think is, is integral to our art that we're creating. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any final advice or thoughts for anybody who might be listening that is pursuing their passions i would say the sky isn't even the limit go past the sky believe in yourself with conviction and manifest your dreams the impossible is possible you just got to believe hard enough people thought we couldn't fly but the wright brothers proved us wrong so just keep pushing keep believing it's all in you but it absolutely is, and, and you're always going to surprise yourself with what you can do if you just, you know, sort of jump into the deep end and do it, right? Mm. Absolutely. So where can people follow you, join in on your creative journey with you, you know, help help themselves to, to manifest the things that, that you've been manifesting? So as my man Curtis said, my government is Jelani Malik. You can look me up <laughs> anywhere. But as a creative, I'm the Nightheart or Nightheart, not like the sword and show, heart like the one in your chest. You can find me everywhere anywhere just look me up it's manifest with a v in the a and a v in the e you'll find me there we go beautiful well i appreciate you talking to me again this has been a great conversation thanks for playing the music for us and and doing everything that you do appreciate you having me man i had the pleasure of interviewing jelani early on and it's been awesome to watch his growth as a creator and a champion for the toledo area arts and music scene This interview is a perfect way to cap this insightful first season of Proud to be of Rust and Glass. He proves that if you want something in this life, all you have to do is, as he said, manifest it. You pour your heart and soul into it every day and then watch it grow. I am your host and producer, Curtis Dieter. Our executive producer is Chris Pfeiffer. If you want to join the conversation, check us out at wgte.org backslash rust and glass. Until next time, thanks for listening. Now go forth and create. WGTE. Voices around us. WGTE is supported in part by American Rescue Plan Act funds allocated by the City of Toledo and the Lucas County Commissioners and administered by the Arts Commission.